hoy, mañana y siempre. Y que reciban de mí siempre paz, mucha paz, pero sobre todo mucho, 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 mucho amor. Yo, you remember that dude? Walter Mercado. I remember him. It was uh, after Primer Impacto. Usually he'll come on right before the novelas. Yo, this dude would come in, I think, like 6 o'clock or 6.30 or something, and he would just, he would tell you what was going on. Um, if you grew up in a in a Spanish household, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you know what we're talking about. Uh, he would do the, um, the Zodiac. Yep. He'll let you know. He'll say, Scorpio, this is what's going on. And he would do it in this, like, hypnotic way. And we actually, G and I recently listened to one of uh, one of them, and this guy was merging all kinds of worldviews yeah. into one. He was talking about Jesus. He was like, God got you in Jesus' name, and then make sure you're in tune with magic. Yeah, make and sure you have the, to find yourself. Yeah, like everything, magic, the self self exaltation. It was crazy. Uh, and this dude's like 85. He doesn't look yep. a day older than like 60 something. Like That's he looks all those great. Spells. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> but today we're gonna be talking about astrology. Got to follow up. Follow up to uh, what we were recently talking about witchcraft. Right. Yeah. We were talking about magic and witchcraft, and so today we're a follow up is astrology. And uh, before we dive into the conversation, shout out to our sponsor, Matthew Movement. Wear what you believe. Uh, visit MatthewMovement.com so you can check out their clothing. And, uh, yeah, this is Mike the Baptist. I'm sitting across from Geology. Geology. Hello, people. If For those of you who are unaware or uh, I didn't put it on into any of our sites or emails or anything, but we were not able to shoot out an episode last week only due to uh, technical difficulties. Yeah. So it's on our behalf, but we will get things resolved as fast as possible. Yes, yes, yes. Hoping uh, hoping for uh, for the right equipment that we need, but right now we're doing with what we have, yep. and we're excited about today's topic, so we're just going to dive right in. I've got, you know, I think we've start, <laughs> started a trend that we, we found, so my daughter was she she loves books so she just dives into my bookshelf and just starts pulling the stuff out and it's all over the house like she throws my books everywhere and she pulled out this the hank hanagraph the bible answer book and i hadn't seen this book in a long time and i just opened it and it's filled with gems like this thing is amazing and so i feel like because i have it i gotta start the episodes with <laughs> With reading some of what he talked about. Like, he just goes in on this topic. Uh, so, Hank Hanegraaff. Shout out to Hank Hanegraaff, the Bible Answer Man. Check him out. I think uh, I think that's his website. Just Google the Bible Answer Man. And, and he got you. He got you, son. Like, he just, <laughs> he's going to answer your questions. Uh, he's been doing this since, like, the year 2000. Just putting out volumes and volumes. Apparently, uh, it's in English. And other languages so yeah check them out but but he talks about astrology astrology uh not to be confused with astronomy we just want to be clear yep. that there is a difference uh astronomy according to science daily is the scientific study of celestial objects like stars planets comets galaxies etc 
uh, and, and they look at things that originate outside of the Earth's atmosphere. So like cosmic background radiation and so forth. So it's actually science. Astronomy is science. Uh, again, talking about cosmology, solar physics, uh, gravitational pulls, real science, things that you can measure, things that you look at, laws, principles, and so forth. Um, the cool thing about astronom uh, astronomy is, in spite of the fact, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, in spite of the fact that many scientists do try their best to remove God from the equation, he always seems to pop up. God always seems to seem to pop up in these conversations uh, because ultimately the things that we're discovering in science point back to the reality that there is a designer and the designer has granted us information for us to read and research and enjoy. But he's also shown us that there is intelligence within the information. There is order within the information. There is there are laws that are embedded within the things that we find. And so Christianity and science don't oppose each other. In fact, uh, Christianity, uh, true Christianity, embraces science, but we embrace it in the way that we understand that it's pointing us back to the designer yep. and not pulling us away, not trying to disprove who he is, but in fact it further proves who he is time and time again. And uh, so astronomy is okay. Astronomy, we're cool with. We love it. Astrology, on the other hand, is not cool. Astrology, horse crap. How about that? We just say it. Just say what it is. Dog doo-doo. All right? It's, uh, the, move, it's the study of movements uh, and relative positions of the celestial bodies interpreted. Keyword. Interpreted of having an influence on human affairs and the natural order generally used to predict this future. Mm -hmm. And that definition comes from the Oxford Dictionary. Uh, and, and in many cases, there were ancient... Ooh, my... my uh, using the, the, the MacBook. My apologies. <laughs> Look at that. Heavy. It came in heavy on the notification. Hopefully, I don't get more notifications like that. Um, let me actually do this, avoid the notification. Let me turn that Wi-Fi off. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so, so in, in ancient times, the ancient observers uh, observed heaven and the and elaborate systems of heaven uh, and the movements of the sun, the moon, the planets, and so forth, and they aligned it to, be, to, to, to have means to interpret the future uh, on the constellations of the zodiac. Uh, and, gee, I'll let you dive into some of what the Zodiac is and so forth. But um, the Zodiac is used for interpreting what the sun's positions, the moon's positions, the planets. What does that mean for people? That's essentially what the Zodiac is used for. Um, before touching upon that, I do have a quick article I wanted to point out. Something that NASA uh, shooted out. Some people remember that when uh, they discovered a 13th sign of the Zodiac. I don't know if you remember that, Mike. Nope. Well, uh, due to their calculations of the stars, they found another constellation called Ophicus. Ophicus? Uh, Ophicus, yes. Oof. And a lot of people were worrying, saying, oh, my sign has changed. 
And I don't know because I used to be, say, for example, my zodiac or horoscope is uh, a cancer. So technically I would be, uh, I, I don't even know the format, but um, that would be like a Leo or something due to the change. But NASA pointed out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Got it. Okay. But NASA pointed out astrology is not astronomy. Astronomy is the scientific study of everything in outer space. Astrology is something else. It's not science. No one has shown that astrology can be used to predict the future or describe what people are like based on their birth dates. That's crazy. That's crazy. But touching upon what are zodiacs, what are horoscopes? Horoscopes has been founded to be, or zodiacs precisely, dating from 3rd millennium BC. And it's basically... It determines how you are. So in my situation, I'm a cancer. So I am creative, quiet, uh, introvert, but yet I am family-oriented. And there's 12 zodiacs to count for. Like I explained, you have uh, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. We have a Western astrology, and then we have Eastern astrology, which is uh, the Chinese zodiac consisting of the 12 animals based on the 12-year cycle that started off in the 5 millennia BC, which you have the rat, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon, the snake, the horse, the sheep, the monkey, the rooster, the dog, and the pig. And that is known as Sheng Zhao. See, I don't... I would... I, if I had to choose, like, if I had to choose, that Chinese <laughs> joint sounds tight. <laughs> what? But astrology in the Hebrew language means divining the heavens. For those of you who do not know, a lot of the people, uh, sorcerers and the prophets of the ancient times during the Egyptian reign, they had a lot of people that did that. So you had Moses's time where he would confront the Pharaoh and they would do their own witchcraft or their own magic, their own divination. We have even some people that touched upon. I spoke about this recently, I believe two weeks ago, which is the the wise men where they talked about seeing the stars or the the placements but they were actually wise men that studied to see how the prophecy came about and a lot of people are taking it out of context and putting it that it defines how you are or defines what you're going to do when yet it's so i wouldn't say detail oriented but it gives it in a light touch so that it applies to everyone but you see it as yourself because it's your month yeah i think you had mentioned that the study of the stars in and when he talked about the magi and seeing G yep. and, and and knowing that Jesus was here and all mm -hmm. that it wasn't they weren't predicting something that was going to yep. happen but it was revealing that something it, had exactly happened yes. already um, so it was it it, 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 it's, it wasn't meant to say oh we studied the stars and the stars are telling us that Jesus is going to do X Y and Z and his personality is going to be like this. That was in no way what the Magi were doing at that time. Mm -hmm. Although they were studying and they were, they were, you know, they were practitioners mm -hmm. of magic. Um, but I, we also spoke about the reality that although there are things that are not approved by God, doesn't mean that God won't utilize the motives yep. of man to glorify himself or point back to himself. And I want to read a passage. This is something from ancient Babylon when things were going down. Uh, I'll read from Isaiah, Isaiah 47, 12 through 13. And it says, Stand fast in your enchantments and your many sorceries. 
with which you have labored from your youth, perhaps you may be able to succeed. Perhaps you may inspire terror. You are wearied with your many counsels. Let them stand forth and save you. Those who divide the heavens, who gaze at the stars, who at new moons make known what shall come upon you. And this is God talking about the sorcerers, the prophets, who at that time could not even give answer to the king. And yet you see Daniel and you see all these people just come with visions and God himself revealing what's going to happen. And in Daniel, um, I think it says here, Daniel 2, 27 to 28, Daniel answered before the king and said, As for the mystery about which the king has inquired, neither wise men, conquerors, magicians, nor diviners are able to declare it to the king. However, there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to Nebuchadnezzar what will take place in the latter days. This is what your dream and the visions in your mind while on your bed. And so at that time, King Nebuchadnezzar was tapping into all of his resources to find out what his dreams meant. So he's trying to find interpreters of his dreams. And the guys who were, who were around were the magicians, the people that were studying the stars for the purposes of interpretation, for the purposes of predicting the future. And none of them could accurately do it. Or rather, none of them could give a, 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 a strong response to what the king was inquiring about. Because if they told him the wrong information and it was found that it was wrong information, you got it, your, your head's cut off, right? You're getting thrown into the, 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 the den of lions or whatever. You know, you're going to get murdered as a result of your uh, lack of ability. And so they were very scared to make the wrong predictions or to say the wrong thing because as we know there there are a lot of blanket statements when it comes to these things when you talk about fortune telling Mm -hmm. and and astrology could be put in line with that same thing psychic readings and fortune telling and and astrology there's a there are a lot of blanket statements that can be made that really can be applied to multiple people (laughs) in, in, in any given time so and this is, these are things, since uh, you can read Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14, these are things God forbid, like to his people. And even now, nowadays, he warns us because it's a very delicate, but yet also, like we talked about through the occult, through witchcraft, it opens gateways. It makes you believe that you yourself are your own God because you can determine or you can see your own future. Mm. It's very dangerous to do. And... I know I go on Facebook a lot and all these things because I'm on social media like I don't know whose business now. But I be seeing usually a lot of people that claim they're Christian, but they'll always post up, oh, look, it's uh, Scorpio season. So that means I'm getting all these blessings bestowed upon me. I'm doing all these movements. I'm going to have all this fortune and my career is going to be lifted up. Or you'll see... Usually they'll sign up to those Twitter Zodiac pages that sends them the, a little quote every week. And that's usually linked to Facebook. So I'd be seeing that occasionally. And I usually just question. I was just like, how are they actually looking at that type of thing when God specifically just warns us not to do that? Because it is very dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and if you're one of those who's listening right now and, and maybe that's speaking to you maybe you're someone who 
who holds fast to the truths of scripture, yet you find comfort and you find that you're you're navigating your way towards that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't question your heart as to your love for Jesus. I wouldn't say that you are not a Christian, but I would say that you need clarity and you need guidance and you need to go back to the word in order to to get clarity. And that's what we're talking about here is is the the confusion piece of it. Mm-hmm. I think in previous episode, I think worldview or one of the ones that we looked at, check out our previous episodes. Uh, worldview, we, we talk about cults and so forth. And the, there's a lot of confusing terms that Christians throw around regarding karma and yoga and, uh, and, and even this topic, astrology. You have this merging of ideas where you know, people are saying things. And, and even in the previous episode, we spoke about witchcraft where, where Christians would be saying, you know, they're praying to God, yet they'll do a spell or they'll do some kind of enchanting lighting of candles and prayer to something else in order to get a prayer answered and seeking guidance from some mysterious angels and so forth. Like there, there's this there's this place where we seem to find more comfort in our relationship and our closeness with things that appear more human mm-hmm. than the creator God who is above all things, the, 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 the one who's created everything, the, the unknown God mm-hmm. that Paul was referencing when he was speaking to, um, you know, these wise men who were around and, and they're, he's looking at all their gods and he said, you know, this, this God that you name is unknown, let me tell you about him. He's the creator of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. He is the only one who is uncaused. He's not like us, you know? And we tend to want to gravitate to things that we feel as if we can relate to close, more closely. But there's no one that related to us more closely than Jesus. Yep. He became just like us. He related to us in every way. Uh, and and he lived the life and he was tempted in every way just mm-hmm. like we are so it's it's confusing to me how we can find comfort in those things and not in the one who is in, interceding on our behalf and the one who is literally sitting on the throne at the right hand of God being surrounded by seraphs powerful angels that are worshiping saying holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty and all of heaven is 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 exalting the throne of God with us here looking up having access to that throne it's it's very strange how we as Christians find more comfort or find a way that we say well we need Jesus plus something, something else. else yeah yeah and i like to uh read psalm 19 1 through six uh it's a beautiful description of everything just touching upon uh what mike said briefly before where the heavens declare god's glory and that's that's everything that you need to take into account it's not mostly or it's not about us in the sense where we look in amazement and we see how small we are so we see we have value because god came to us but we also know that because of the heavens, just I'm going to start reading. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. 
Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them and there is nothing hidden from its heat. That's amazing. That is amazing. That is describing the horizon, how the night just comes up and just shows the power of God. And yet we take it to account to mean, oh, the sun just sets. So that means my day is going to be crap tomorrow or my relationship is going to end soon just because uh, Walter Mercado or someone in that field that was trained or taught himself uh, how to study the stars says that it's going to happen to us. It's disgusting. It's crazy. It's disgusting. Because only he gives us the reassurance yep. of life. He holds the world in the palm of his hands. There, there is nothing that can compare to him. Mm-hmm. Nothing that can compare to him. There, um, I think it's Isaiah 40 that talks about, you know, that uh, we could take all the offerings that we could potentially create and we could burn them as a sacrifice to God and they're like a drop in the bucket next compare, in comparison to who he is. Like, really, there's nothing that we can give him that is not already his. And Jesus gives us access to him. Jesus gives us access in a relationship to God himself. And we find comfort in these other things. This the, the witchcraft that we talked about in the last couple of weeks. And now astrology. Looking to get some affirmation or some answers mm-hmm. when in in Psalms it says be still and know that I am God like there's moments in life where I know gee you've been through I've been through it where we don't have the answer for tomorrow yep we're going through so much craziness with people with circumstance with work with finances family we don't know what 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 the what the answer is we don't know what those things mean but scripture tells us be still and know mm-hmm. that i'm god that in spite of the tribulation that is around us in spite of the the difficulties that we face or the horrors that are hitting from natural disasters to diseases be still and know be assured knowing is not just the knowledge the head knowledge but it's an assurance that I'm God, I'm on the throne, I'm sovereign, I'm in control, rest in me. But ask me for wisdom and I'm going to show you, I'm going to guide you, I'm going to lead you. Instead, what we do, rather than resting in him, we look for answers Mm -hmm. in things that are outside of him. The things that he finds detestable, that's what we're seeking answers in. We see glory on the creation instead of the creator. That's what we're doing. You know, in this, um, so in this Hank Hanegraaff book, uh, the, it says, what is wrong with astrology? So he's speaking from the Christian standpoint, right? So he's saying, uh, as Charles Stromer have, has well said, astrology has been debunked more than the tooth fairy and cheered more than the Pope, despite the fact that it is denounced by scripture, debunked by science, and is demonstrably superstitious. 
humankind's fascination with astrology continues until today. While multitudes view astrology as a harmless pastime, in reality, it is a rigged game replete with self-validation, prophecies, or rather self-validating prophecies, and a dangerous form of divination. First, Scripture clearly condemns astrology as a practice that is detestable to the Lord in Deuteronomy 18, 10-12. And Isaiah goes so far to say, that the council of the astrologers who make predictions month by month not only wore out the Babylonians, but could not save them from their future ruin. Isaiah 47, 13 to 14. And despite clear condemnation of Scripture, there are those who maintain that there is a biblical precedence for using stars to chart the future. And they do so when as we talked about talking about the magi and jesus but here it says however a quick look at context reveals that this star was not used to foretell the future but to forth tell the future in other words the star of bethlehem did not prophesy the birth of christ but it pronounced the birth of christ psalm i mean matthew 2 9 through 10 Everything we've just been talking about. Yep. Everything we've been talking about. Interesting here, uh, this, he goes on to say, Furthermore, science has debunked astrology as a pseudoscience based on the, odd, on the odds that galaxy rather than genes determine inherited human characteristics. Not only so, but astrology cannot account for the problem posed by mass tragedies and twins. People with a wide variety of horoscopes all died during the 9-11 attacks. <sighs> Come on, son. That's crazy. crazy. Twins born under the same sign of the Zodiac frequently end up with a widely diverse future. Even King Nebuchadnezzar's astrologers recognized the impotence of their craft when Nebuchadnezzar asked them, to remind him of his dream and interpret it, they responded in terror by saying, these are the astrologers saying it. They said, no man on earth can do what the king asks. Daniel 2, verse 10. That's legit. Yep. Legit. Here, and, and, and to wrap up what he says, he says, finally, astrologer, astrology subverts the natural use of stars, which God ordains. For a superstitious use. Genesis 1.14 points to the natural use of the stars to separate day from night. To serve as a sign that marks seasons, days, years, and to illuminate the earth. They also can rightly be used for various purposes ranging from navigation to natural revelation. Thus, sailors may use astro navigation to chart their course however saints that's christians mm -hmm. must not use astrology to chart their careers <laughs> hank hanegraaff talking about fire Charles fire. come on son fire thank you hank we appreciate it and i like what he said about uh professing or uh what was it pronouncing yeah uh jesus with the star 
I have a passage here from uh, Psalm 8 where it says, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. And this is David. David talking about this. Revealing our Lord and Savior years before everything was coming to, uh, coming to pass. Pronouncing and professing him. It's crazy. It's insane. That's... Uh, the weird thing that I think uh, that we, you know, that we as people, we, we, we need multiple, it's almost like we, we forget our value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get to this place where we need to be reassured. We need to be revalidated. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like we need validation. We, we look for validation in each, in each other. So mm-hmm. maybe if I'm going to make a decision, I call G and I'm like, yo, G, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing this. And I weigh the pros and cons. And maybe he's like, nah, don't do it. And there's a sense that we contact people to get, wiz- to, to get guidance. So, you know, Scripture also talks about um, having wise counsel. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a wise man has many advisors. But the, the advisors that you have, you got to be careful with who is doing yep. the advising. What is their motive? What do they get out of it? To what are they leading you to? Do they lead you in a direction where it's pointing back to the glory of God? So are we pointing people to say our hope and our desire is whatever the decision is would be for God to get the glory? What does that mean? You know, uh, our life is designed and given value because God has given us value. He has said all he's the one who has made us equal. Mm-hmm. Not the government, not a, a, an elite group of men who signed a document that said all men are created equal. That's not God is the one who gives us that assurance to say all men are made, all women, all people are made in the image of God, hence making us equal. Mm-hmm. Easy. Now, there's different functions and there's different responsibilities that we have as humans, as women have a responsibility to to bear children, right? Because physically men can't bear children, but women can bear children. So there is a an obvious responsibility that women have that men don't have. So in that way, we're not created equal. Because they have a different function. But as far as value is concerned, we all have the same value because we're all made in the image of God. Now, if there has has ever been a time period where men were seen more superior than women, or even now where in some cases women are seen as more superior than men, all of that is false. It's men and women just play different functions in this role of life. Mm -hmm. And we have different responsibilities. We have different calls, but we're equally valuable. And I say I give that rant because I think we tend to need validation from people, from objects. We need status. We need to 
have the Starbucks in our hand so people mm-hmm. can see we're cool, we're drinking coffee. Taking pictures 24-7. Yeah, we need to be doing the Instagram. You see the girls, they hold the, you know, the, the, the camera in front of them. They're doing their hair, and they're coming up with 4,000 different poses you know, in order to do the self, like, it's whack, son. Like, forget all that. Like, Snapchat is not, like, a relevant thing. Shout out to all the ladies who aren't doing that. Um, but the ones who are doing it, hey, you know, I guess do your thing. But in any case, um, yeah, you know, we need that validation. We need people to, to like us. We need people to, to, to and, and even this, you know, even in, in doing this podcast, I think it can be very easy for us to be like, man, I hope people are listening. I hope people like yep. it. And. I mean, you, we got to take the approach of Jesus. Whoever has an ear to he, an ear to hear, let him hear, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Done. The people want to listen. I hope they want to listen. I hope it's a blessing to someone's life. But ultimately, our validation needs to come from the one, the only one yep. who can give us real validation. The only one who can promise us tomorrow. The one who gives. And the one who takes away, the one that at this very moment while we're recording this podcast, he can make a determination that it all ends right now. Yep. I have no control of that. What good is validation from man? What good is validation from anyone? Again, we can have wise counsel around us, but that wise counsel should hopefully be people that are pointing us back to Christ. Where if we have goals with our life, fantastic. Pursue your goals. Dream big. Push the envelope. Do it. Do it. Take risks. Yo, why not? Why, why, why have fear? Why be scared? Tomorrow's not promised. God is sovereign. Why be scared? Just do, do what, what you feel you're called to do. Make, take the risks. Create goals. Um, uh, use your money well. Invest your money. Whatever it is. But ultimately... It's where does my value lie? For what reason am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Am I doing it for self-exaltation? Am I doing it because I need to prove a point to other people that I need approval? Or I'm doing it to to show other people that I could do it? Who cares about all that? God, are you getting glorified by the fact that I'm going to do X? Are you going to be glorified by the fact that I can invest my money in such a way that I can provide for my family? Does that bring you glory? Is it bringing God glory that we can do this podcast? Is it bringing God glory that I can wake up every day and go to work? Is it bringing God glory in the way I treat my wife and the way I, well, the way I, uh, I raise my daughter, the way I have a relationship with G? Does that glorify God? That is where we need to look at Scripture and we need to understand what does he say about these things. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing right now. Yep. Does astrology glorify God? The answer? No, it does not glorify God. It mostly just glorifies ourself, which is very dangerous. Extremely. Yep. Extremely dangerous. And to touch back on uh, validation, I usually suffer from, uh, well, not usually, but I tend to suffer from uh, depression and anxiety, a lot of with my OCD. And this is something that Tozer uh had a lot of problems with as well. Ooh, AW two, Tozer. Yes, those of you who know about Tozer, uh, Tozer had a lot of depressive problems. Um, his wife would talk about it as well. You can read some of his stuff in his uh, bio. But either way, uh, it's something my mom also uh, touched upon briefly. I talked to you about this, Mike, uh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. How I could seem like uh, a wise man of God, 
that God is using me in so many ways, but then my emotions just hit me. And so I'll have my depression, I'll have anxiety, and then you'll see me, since I blog, you'll see me just go on my blog or go on my social media accounts and just like write. I'll write like for one to six hours. And then usually I'll just hear the little popping sound of people liking or they're like, oh, they followed my blog or this and that. And I usually be like, oh, snap, they like my work. But yet the thing always comes back to me, which is an article I keep reading that I wrote is uh, I call it what is your brand? But it's basically your brand is not what you put out. It's what you are. So who are you? Right. What are you doing it for? Like yeah. the intent of everything. So that always hits me back because if I see myself more than two to three hours on my blog or on social media, I have to go back and read it because I remind myself of what scripture says, do everything for the glory of God to give worship. And it's something that Rick Warren talked about in his book, Purpose Driven Life, like in the third chapter, everything in the world was made to give glory to God, like everything. And yet when we put ourselves in that standing or we put ourselves in that stand, or we glorify something else, or we look for validation, or we look for that knowledge that someone can instill in us and say, this is for you. We become gods, just like we talked about before, but yet everything was made for the glory of God. And that's what we're trying to get across. Astrology is very dangerous in this regard. I think as cultural Christianity is concerned, one of the things I wrestled with when I, when I started out, when I started my walk and, and I don't regret it to be honest. Um, but I, I, I'm glad I learned from it and I feel there's a sense of conviction that the people that I was around and, and maybe the people I helped influence they probably took away from my interactions with them that uh, there was a lot of legalism associated with the way I would I would uh, pursue things and and I think that's just a natural part of growing as a Christian. You know, I've been a Christian for 13 years, and if you think about a 13 year old child, he's not that mature. Like he's mature for a lot of things. He's mature. He's more mature than a 10 year old, but he's not quite mature as a 20 year old. And now me as being 32 years old, woof, feeling, feeling the bones, right? <laughs> no, but me being a 32-year-old, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot different than I was at 29. Yep. And you, G, are a lot different than when I met you at 17. Yep. So there's this, you know, and what I'm getting at is I went through a, a stage where as I'm learning about life, as I'm learning, getting deeper into scripture and I'm starting to see more of the things that are going on in this world for the purposes of trying to pursue holiness. Sometimes there would be the mistake of becoming very legalistic in my approach. And this is what I mean. And I'm tying what I'm saying with what G just said. When we talk about doing things for the glory of God. That doesn't necessarily mean that if I'm a plumber I need, and I'm going to start my own plumbing business, that I need to call it Jesus' plumbing. You know, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I don't necessarily need to be like... Unclog your sins. Yeah, <laughs> unclogged sins, Inc. or whatever. It, it doesn't, that's not what it means, you know? Um, what it means is the way I do plumbing, I do so with integrity. Mm-hmm. I do so with passion. 
I make sure that, um, you know, I, I'm showing love to people. I'm being honest with people. I'm giving fair pricing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and should I do something wrong, I need to fess up to, to – it's, it's the characteristics of the individual and how they go about doing business. And it's, you know, when people see you do your job, they're just like, man, the way you do business is so awesome. I love the way you do it. Mm-hmm. And if that's an opportunity to, to tell them about your love for Christ, fantastic. But the way you do things speaks about who we are. Yep. That's, that's what it means to do it for the glory of God, is to do it in such a way that it points back to the creator, whether we are very vocal in that where we, where we speak and we evangelize and we, you know, we go down the Roman road and we give them talking about their sin and all that. We can do that or we are just living things out in such a way where we find favor in people mm-hmm. because we're physically living out what it means to glorify God in, in our performance, in our work effort. And sure, once they find out we're Christian, we may become their enemies at that point. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, oh, wait. And yes, we, we might get persecuted. We, we, we might be shunned. We might not. You know, we might go to a place where we're just given this insane favor. We could be like Daniel. We could be like Joseph. We're just given this insane favor for worshiping the God of all creation. Or, because we have a relationship with Jesus, we might be like Paul persecuted might be like Paul taken to Rome but at least you get the opportunity to still be an example yeah and even then man how long did he live they could have yep. killed him a long time ago he's just getting favor after favor after favor he's living all this all this time even though he's getting beaten and sent to jail we know who Paul is that's crazy and it reminds me of a quote that uh I forgot who said it but they said a lot of people will not read the Bible but they'll read the Christian Meaning they'll see it by how their works are, how their heart is. That's how you can tell by their fruits who exactly is the person, not by really what they say. Sometimes they can say some things and you're like, oh, is he really Christian? But usually how he acts around people, how he treats people, the love he shares, the love he bestows, all that really explains how a person really is. Yeah, God doesn't need your business. God doesn't need your talents. He's given you your talents Glorify him in the way you acted out. I know for me, and this is just my conviction, and I apologize to anybody who I offend when I'm saying this. But when anybody, when their intro to me is that they're Christian, like their intro, and we're talking about business. We're not talking about personal and say, hey, yo, oh, word, I'm reformed or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm that, whatever. Like if they come up to me in a certain way, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. But when it comes to like a business conversation and the first thing that is that is uh that is introduced to me is oh yeah yo i'm christian let me build your fence yo i'm christian let me build your website i'm super skeptical when i hear that like one of my guys was um when i we were buying the house I just bought a house recently. Thank you, Jesus, for I did never thought I would be purchasing a house. Bought a house. It's crazy. Um, but I bought a house recently. And in the midst of that, you know, working with uh, uh, realtors and so forth, and one of my guys came up to me. He was like, yo, man, you got to work with so-and-so. He's Christian. And I was like, nah, dude, I just, I, I'm good, man. I, I don't want to do it. And, and it's crazy because I'm clearly I'm Christian, right? And so I would hope people want to work with me. But 
it's this weird intro when you use that as a catalyst to get business. Mm-hmm. I've been done wrong by dudes who's like, yo, I'm their intro to me is, yo, mm-hmm. I'm Christian. I don't want to hear it. Like, not that I don't want to hear that, but it just makes me super, super skeptical. Show me your Christian based off of the way you interact with me. Show me your Christian by the way you do business. Show me your Christian by your integrity. Show me your, your Christian by, by the quality of your work. Show me your Christian um, by, you know, being honest. If you can't do the work, say, yo, man, honestly, I can't do the work. I thought I could, but I have another referral source. I want to help you out as much as possible, so on and so on and so on. That speaks volumes of who you are and, and not needing to, 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 to gain a buck because you're like, yo, I'm Christian. You're Christian. Let's do business together. That isn't, for me, that gives zero mm-hmm. um, trust. Like, I actually get negative trust. Like, now I'm like, you're in a deficit because I found that you're I'm like, oh, this dude is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather this dude be like, yeah, yo, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't about all that. I'm just about doing the work. And I'll see how he operates. And if he operates well, man, that's awesome. And me as a Christian, I have an opportunity to build a relationship with him. You yep. know what I'm saying? And it, <laughs> it's funny you saying all that stuff. Because um, typically I am kind of like the same way. But how I typically go by everything is usually not by, not by typically what they do or say in the beginning. It's usually how they act towards others. Not necessarily how they act towards me. Because to good. me, they can always be nice and they can always try to put in this highlight reel and they can I can go to any of their pages or whatever and I can talk to them for hours and they'll always play the nice card. But as soon as I see uh, them talking to their parents, them talking to their friends, I see automatically how they are. Oof. So I'm usually the very observant type and you already know this, Mike. I'm extremely observant. So when someone tries to downplay me or try to be like, oh, um, I'm Christian. Yeah, I'll be like, all right. And then as soon as he's doing something very skeptical, I would just be like, yo, brother, you're saying you're Christian. So you're giving me the opportunity to correct you and to, like, encourage you. You're on the wrong. Like, man, especially with, like dating or yep. whatever. Like you see how they treat their mom or they yep. treat their dad. And you're just like, mm, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't be messing so with that's that. Why, that's <laughs> why it's kind of hard for me to, like, build that friendship. Honestly. It's true. It's true. Well, just wrap it up uh, for today. Uh, astrology. Don't do it. Astronomy. Yes. Study it. Enjoy. Learn. Learn uh, the stars. Learn uh, how to how to appreciate this powerful God that we have. But astrology to get your validation, to get your answers. Yo, turn off that Walter Mercado. Nobody wants to hear your that. Your value and your identity will never be found in the stars. No matter how big they are and small you are, your identity is always found in Christ. That's it. That's it. That's where our identity is. So um, close out the episode. Again, shout out to Matthew Movement. Wear what you believe. And uh, visit the website, MatthewMovement.com. And, gee, I, I was checking our listens or our views, or however you want to put it, and between YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, we're we're at about 400 views or listens right now. Oh, so thank you so much for yes. everyone who has been listening, our faithful listeners, allowing us to hit 400. I think um, after this, after we record, we'll check to see those stats and yep. we'll post it on social media. So that way uh, people can follow us and keep up with that. But I think that's a huge accomplishment. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're doing this thing in the garage. Uh, we're, you know, we literally we, in the garage. Physically, we're in the garage <laughs> with the fan hitting us. Um, 
you know, we started out, we had a rocky start. We've mm -hmm. been at this for, uh, for the whole year. Actually, we've been at it for a, an entire year, yep. building this thing uh, uh, and, and, and talking through it. And now, you know, we're ready for our next phase of things when we, when we go into uh, some of our live uh, uh, podcasts and we start to do some other things and getting more guests on. I mean, we have a ton of topics we want to talk about. We're going to talk about slavery. We're going to talk about Oof. purgatory. Oof. Um, what, what we said, something out. we said, um, uh, oh, Darwinism. Is Darwinism. Darwinism actually racist? Like, we're going to dive into those topics. So many topics we want to talk about. And if you also want to hear a topic, you can always email us. Absolutely. Send us an email. Proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. Send us a Facebook, right? Facebook, Facebook uh, Instagram iTunes, anything. You can leave us a comment. You can send us a direct message through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Let us know if you want to hear something or you have objections or you have questions. I don't care if you're atheist. I don't care who you are. We love you. We want to hear from you. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we embrace conflict. Uh, not so that we have conflict with the individual, but we want to have conflict around ideas. We want to hear yeah. from you. Uh, so if you want to hear more about a specific topic or have questions, feel free to chime in. Uh, but to close out, Mike the Baptist. Geology. Check out Geology on his blog. What? Geologyblog.com. Mostly I've been posting poetry. But those of you who love poetry and spoken word, stay tuned. I will be opening up my YouTube and uh, actually doing my spoken word on there as well. So. And he gets you those weekly. You get the subscriptions. You get the week. I get that on Wednesdays. It just pops up.